You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. Our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. We do all of this in less than 30 minutes. Let's get started. Hey, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke. I'm really in a really good mindset today to bring you guys just some real shit that um, not only we've been dealing with as an agency, I've been dealing with as a business owner. Um, our agency is back into the remote from working remote environment. So we are back to work from home. And like many businesses out there, I think the first round, um, you know, we tried to go back to the office and it just is much safer for us to work from home and we can productively and effectively. So we're going to, um, and that's where we are. So I am in my bedroom slash office. Um, at least I'm here with the light in the, the good windows, which I don't have my Francis Roy location. So that's kind of a nice thing. And I have my dogs, which sometimes I do my little aromatherapy essential oils thing. I'm, I'm not really into essential oils necessarily, but, um, I have a little diffuser here and that kind of builds some ambiance. But if you are also work from home, I hope you're, or if you're in the office, whatever, I hope you're listening and you share with me what that situation is like for you right now, what's your current status. Um, a little while back, our agency created a Facebook community for the marketing professionals of Northwest Florida, and we've had some really great activity in that space. Um, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Time, we get together for a virtual coffee chat and um, definitely try, uh, you know, if you have any interest in that, send me an email, hello at francisroy.com. I'll send you an invite. We'd love to have you uh, join us, and that is kind of still going strong, which is great. Um, okay. Uh, there's a lot of information just in general out in the whatever sphere about uh, working smarter, not harder at this time, not just this time, but at all times. And when I was researching a little bit to bring you guys this episode, there's so many lists and tips and tricks and some of that stuff I practice as a business owner, some of the individuals on my team practice, but I kind of want to break down some of that here, let you know what I really use, what I really do, not that y'all necessarily have any interest in that, but but that you, from me personally as an individual, um, but so that you can, you know, also maybe compare or give us some pointers as well. I think that's what's so great about this podcast and all the episodes that we do is we get some great collaboration from you and we learn from you, which is so nice. Work smarter, not harder is something that, I mean, I've been an active adult person working on my career now for almost 20 years. And I think that I heard that in the very beginning and I've heard people say it every year um, since then. And each year it's meant a little something different. This year it definitely is, I mean, let's be real, 2020 is just a shit show. So everything is a little different. And working smarter, not harder. First of all, I love the hard work, y'all. Hard work is the best part of work. It's one of our core values. So I'm not necessarily against the hard work. I love it. It feels good. It's the best kind of work 
for me personally. So this is not necessarily work smarter, not harder. It's more just like work smarter. Maybe it's work harder and smarter. I don't know. We'll unpack that later. But um, how are you utilizing your time? And then, um, you know, what really works for you? So what really works for me is just a few things. First of all, I have noticed lately I am evolving away from making a list. Um, hashtag gasp. I feel like a lot of people are going to freak out about that. But this is the reality. It takes me so much damn time to make the list that I feel like I lose in time. Sometimes, I don't know if y'all have done this, but I've been a little guilty of doing this sometimes. Sometimes I'll put stuff on my list I already did because there's some sort of satisfaction in checking things off the list. Um, I'm not doing that anymore like ever again. It takes up too much time. It's ridiculous. It provides me with false validation, which I don't need. And so instead of the list itself, like the handwritten list, which I have been married to for so many years and have utilized um, in so many different ways, I have been utilizing my email as a list um, creating tool. And so I will send myself an email. I will create, I will type out a list as it pertains to a client or a project or whatever. When I'm sitting there with them, our team also uses Asana as a project management tool, which helps kind of keep those things organized. But in general, I'm not a good multitasker. So I have a really difficult time. I mean, I think it depends. You know how when some, from an outsider's perspective, you could look at someone and be like, oh my gosh, they can do multiple things at one time. Um, I think that certainly could be the perception, but the reality is I'm much more dialed in and much more focused when I take on one task at a time. And there can be several components to that one task that maybe that, that are being completed, but especially lately, I want to focus on one task. Um, and recently, because uh, I can get a little scattered. I've been incorporating some exercise to help keep me focused. I'm currently in love with the British Rowing Team's YouTube channel. Um, they have like 20-minute Tabata Row exercise, you know, videos, and um, I love that chick. I don't know what her name is. I need to figure that out so I can give it to y'all, but um, she's so like focused and very dialed in, and I really like those types of people. So no list. I wake up and, um, because I'm, I'm waking up, I'm reading my email. Everything should kind of be in my email. And so I email myself all the time. It's kind of like giving myself little reminders. I'll put things on my calendar that absolutely mean nothing to anyone else, but they certainly mean something to me. And I just kind of utilize it. And we use G suite. I mean, Google to me, that is, I love G Suite and I like that it kind of interfaces with everything. And so tasks, reminders, it also um, integrates well with Asana, our project management tool. And so the no list, but it really is um, giving myself things to do via email. Um, and because now, well, and I have been doing this for a while, only checking email three to four times a day, which right now I'm not so great at, but I need to get back into doing, it means that I'm not tied to my list. Um, like my list does not rule everything I do. What needs to be done um, is really up to me as an individual. I mean, yes, we have um, deadlines, but as I'm learning to manage my own energy, there are some things that I have the energy for and some things I do not have the energy for. And that's just the realist. Um, Darren, who's 
he's one, he was one of our very first podcast um, hosts. He used to tell me to do the things that you don't want to do first. Um, and so I really try to do those. I don't like to let things linger. And sometimes I'll read an email, mark it unread and revisit it. And I notice I'm procrastinating a little bit. So I need to hold my feet to the fire and finish that task um, or respond or make a phone call or whatever that ends up being um, when I have the energy for it. And I don't mean that in a lazy way. I just mean that um, I'm not really telling you a whole lot that you probably don't know, but certain individuals will drain you faster than others. And so having the energy and um, the patience to kind of deal with whatever is needed at the time really is a practice. And um, this is a good segue into the second thing. Working smarter is um, I adjust my own attitude a lot. I'm very real with myself on a, on a constant basis. I don't always have the best attitude. Um, now, as we've been diving into Enneagrams, I'm learning that that's apparently an eight thing, which I'm embracing. By the way, the Enneagram is not an excuse for you to be an asshole, so quit doing that. But it does make you super aware um, uh, to utilize verbiage, terminology, way out of my age group here, but seriously, woke to your own bullshit. So um, sometimes I need an attitude adjustment and whatever that means, um, I need to step away. I need to, you know, give myself a little pep talk. Sometimes I need a nap, which I wish I had time for more of those, but uh, sometimes my attitude is so shitty that I just need to check myself and get back in it and need a nap. I don't know about y'all, but, um, naps fix a lot of things for me. So let me know if you're really good. If you're really power, if you're a power napper, I'm a power napper. I can lay down for like 15 minutes. I don't need to set the alarm. Boom. I'm back at it. Love it. Feeling great. Um, I read somewhere that somebody, that some people and maybe, okay, uh, I will say this Olympic athletes are high performing people, which by the way, I'm not in that category of human being, but they'll drink coffee like really quickly and then take a nap. Um, and then be supercharged when they wake up. So like 15 to 20 minutes later, I've not tried that yet. I feel like I might be a little bit extra after that, but adjusting my attitude. If that means, um, you know, just taking a couple of minutes to myself before I get started. And that really helps me be a little bit uh, smarter and more effective and more productive. And then it gets my brain in the right frame of mind to take a meeting that maybe I've been dreading or a conversation that I know is just going to be a lot. Um, and that's just honest, frankly. Um, I completely acknowledge that I'm a lot and that when people are dealing with me, it's probably a lot. You might have to give yourself a little bit of a pep talk and that's okay. Um, so do what you got to do. So working smart, not multitasking. I use my email as a list, totally check in and adjust, adjust my attitude. And there's a couple of little things that I just personal life things. Um, my sister is coming over on Sunday and we're going to do a little bit of meal prep. And I'm not talking about the kind of meal prep that you see on like Pinterest or whatever, that's like the perfectly portioned little meals. And you know, you have all of those like stacked in your fridge, like no friends. That's not what I'm talking about. On Sundays, I do a couple of things. I make my proteins on Sundays. I watch on, wash all my vegetables on Sundays. I make sure that I have things in there. Like I would chop some onions, put them in a container. I make a whole like baking sheet of chicken thighs. I'll make a baking sheet of salmon. I'll make um, a, bone, a bone broth. I do chicken broth for us and for our pets on Sundays. And I put those in mason jars and I put them in the fridge. 
it's not like I'm pre-portioning my meals out because um, there's nothing worse than spending a lot of time on meal prep and then you get to Wednesday and you discover that you hate whatever it is that you created on Sunday. You've had it like 10 times or I don't know what's happening. You've had it for like breakfast and then maybe some dinner or whatever. And it sucks. It's horrible. You don't want to do that. I don't want to eat the same meal every single day. Like I'm not going to wake up and eat overnight oats Monday through Friday. I'm not going to do that. But if I have some diced white onion, some diced red onion, I love Chinese broccoli. I'm a little bit obsessed with it. I go to the Oriental market um, either on Saturdays or Sundays and I get a lot of Chinese broccoli and Greg and I are trying to incorporate more greens into our diet. Um, so we're eating greens with everything. So, uh, and that it's just been really good for both of us and our digestive systems. And honestly, your apparently your brain health is in your gut health. Like, I don't know, don't quote me on that, but I've heard that. And so we're just trying to, you know, really streamline that. But if I have like mushrooms, I've got onions in there, I've got greens, I've got like some cool shit that I love, like kimchi or, you know, whatever I can make things with that. So if I get up and I'm not in the mood for brown rice and broccoli and whatever the crap, you know, it's okay. I can um, create something else out of it. I always make a big pot of rice. Um, I was raised, my mom is Filipino. And so we ate rice with everything and I continue to eat rice with everything. Um, white rice, not brown rice because ew. And, um, I make a big pot of rice in my rice steamer that is just always on my counter. Like if you came to my house today and you're like, mm, I was really craving steamed rice. I'd have that in like soy sauce. That is a staple in my life. And so, and then I always roast some potatoes. My husband's German and my kids, we eat a lot of like potatoes. They love that. And so all that stuff is in the fridge and we do that on Sundays and we, you know, then throughout the week, if I want to make some like ramen, I have all the chicken broth. I can throw some greens in there. It's really easy. I can add some of the chicken in there. It's like one day of ramen. And then the next day I have an omelet. And then the next day I do like fried rice or whatever. So it allows me to be really creative and fluid with ingredients instead of just having individually prepped meals where I'm just like grabbing them. And then I look at it and I'm like, this is trash. I hate that. So that's just my personal, um, my personal take on that. If you are meal prepping and you're doing like all the little individual meals, like good for you for that. I mean, do what I think do what works best for you and what makes you feel happy and what doesn't feel like drudgery, but is joyful. And I love feeling like my kitchen is prepped. Like I can do a little like Gordon Ramsay situation, which honestly is very generous to myself because that's not what's happening, but I can pull like various things out and create different types of meals with the same types of ingredients. And that makes me feel good. It makes me feel accomplished. I like the whole process of like washing my dishes up, drinking a little tea, you know, knowing that my pantry and my staples are there. And it allows me to not just utilize my time well, so I'm not spending hours upon hours making dinner, it makes me feel smarter, more prepared, more organized. And um, lately, and I don't know about y'all, but lately I've been think I've been experiencing it's all about how I feel in the process. Not just did this happen, check, but was it enjoyable and um, did I like it? Did I enjoy myself? Was I smiling the whole time? Like, you know, I love 
pulling out like containers of, you know, pre-prepped vegetables and choosing from whatever proteins we have, turning on music, pouring myself a glass of wine, or um, my husband brought me this lovely watermelon kombucha from Odd Colony in Pensacola. Yes, please. That was delicious. Um, and so I had that the other night and um, sometimes I'll have a podcast going or my new favorite thing is Apple Music. They will actually curate for you a chill mix. That is amazing. It's an amazing little hack that's going on right now in my life. I love it. I just flip that on. I don't have to worry about um, playlists. I don't have to worry about, you know, radio stations or whatever. And that's just going. And so that is very exciting. And I'm chilling with my dogs and I'm feeling really good. And I don't worry about so much what time of day that is. It's like when I'm hungry, when I need it, um, when my brain needs it. And then two other things, and I'm going to let you guys go because um, I've had a lot of coffee and I feel like this is a lot, but this is just kind of what's going on right now. Um, two other things that are helping me work more efficiently right now. And because my work and my life intersect and um, they're one thing because I'm one human being and I'm not a different person at work than I am in my real life. There are, um, I really think that connection is everything. And my grandmother is so good. Mama, you guys know her and y'all love her, by the way, y'all like her better than me, which is um, a little bit hurtful, but it's okay. Uh, Cause she's like the best human on the planet, but uh, she's so good. Like you won't, you can forget it's your own, but she knows everyone's birthdays. I don't know how many of us there are cousin wise in our family, but two or th two generations below her, she'll be like, yeah, such and such was born in such and such and year. And she sends everybody cards, which is nice. Um, my version of that is something called the felt app. I love it. It is a gorgeous app. If you, I think it definitely notes on the, it's in the, um, Apple store. Uh, cause I have an iPhone. I'm not so sure about Android, but I'm assuming yes. Um, and then on the Google phone, which that's a whole nother discussion. I'm very curious about that. If you're using the Google phone, please send me an email. I want to know what's up with you. Like, is that working for you? Do you love it? Um, but the felt app is a greeting card app and I am obsessed with it. It allows you to use your own handwriting. You can address the outside of an envelope. It's beautiful. Um, I have, I've been creating that. Like I used it for mother's day and for father's day. Y'all, you can even like put a $20 cash. You know how like when your great memo sends me money all the time, like she, like not all the time, but for my birthday or whatever, or Christmas. And she'll put like a little $20 bill in there, which always makes me feel like a little hug or whatever, even though it's got a lot of germs on it, but that's okay. Cause I'm all about, um, cash in our society, but that's another conversation. And you can drop like a 50 or a 20. They take a photo of it, put it in your greeting card and then send it out. And then that person gets the card that you cur curated for them and they have a little cash. You can put gift cards in there. You can put presents in there. They have all these different options. They have cute, cute, cute cards. You can also design your own. Um, I pay for it monthly because I'm trying to send more cards and I said, uh, let's say $5 a month and I get three cards. That's including postage. Love that app. And then also the cozy app is how, um, we keep track of our shopping lists as a family. So everybody has it on their phone. And if you need flaming hot Cheetos and it's not on the cozy app, you don't get it. Go get it yourself. Um, but it's just fun. Those are just two little fun things. Um, work smart, but also work hard. And because really after all, I, I truly firmly believe, and I think everybody on the team does that um, hard work is the best work. And 
you could just do more of it. If you're managing your time and um, you're valuing your time and then also creating time for yourself. So I hope you've enjoyed this. I have enjoyed, even though we're not really in an active discussion, I don't know, at this point, we're almost a year into this podcast. I feel like I'm totally used to just talking to myself, but feeling like I'm talking to other people. So um, I hope you enjoyed it as well. I would love to hear how you are working smarter um, and more effectively and producing more. What are your little quote unquote hacks? Um, who said something to me the other day about, I can't remember, we are talking about life hacks and it was like, oh man. Okay, well, I'm not gonna say it because we're gonna bring a whole nother episode to you about what's not a life hack. Um, so that'll be a fun one. Stay tuned, like, comment, share. Um, if you feel compelled to do so, let us know if you have any questions. Hello at francisroy.com. Uh, we love talking to you. Thanks for being there for us. Talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.